Hello, hello. Welcome, 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 friends. Thank you so much for being here today. I know that you have a lot of choices of podcasts and other ways to spend your time and your learning energy. And I'm just so grateful that you've chosen to spend some time with me today. Today, we're going to answer the age-old question, why is doing hard things so hard? Kind of sounds like a rhetorical question, right? Well, it's not. There actually is a lot of brain chemistry and brain science behind the act of doing hard things. And once you learn what these are, it is going to make complete sense to you why doing things is so hard. And a little side note, I promise I will not get too nerdy on you with all of the science today. So when you hear me talk about the comfort cave, I want to make sure you understand that that is my nickname for what is commonly referred to as the comfort zone. I call it a cave for many fitting reasons that is just going to make so much more sense to you after listening to today's episode. And you'll probably change the way you think about your comfort zone as well. So listen in and find out why being a cave dweller is not all it's cracked up to be and why leaving it is so darn hard. This is Flight School, a podcast for women who are ready to spread their wings and take flight into their greatest potential. I'm Jen Lafine, a self-doubt and empowerment coach for women, a master teacher, a journaling fanatic, a possible thinker, and a recovering procrastinator who has been right where you are today. I've traveled this road, and in this podcast, I'll share the tips, tricks, and teachings plus a few treats that helped me learn how to leave the cozy confines of my comfort cave and fly so that you can too. So are you ready to take flight, my friend? Let's do this. Let's begin by taking a minute and thinking about what happens inside your head as you set out to accomplish a goal. Start by thinking about the last time you decided you were going to do something outside of what your norm was, something you had never done before. I'm going to give you a few seconds to think because I actually want you to call to mind the last time you did something new. So take just a few seconds and get that example in your mind. So what was that like? What kind of feelings did you feel when you first began? If you're like me, when you begin doing something new, there's usually a lot of excitement, a lot of energy. Uh, My motivation runs very high. The goal is fresh and I haven't started working on the goal yet and I feel unstoppable. I feel like it's a sure thing. Do you feel that way too? But after a few days or sometimes even a few hours, All of that enthusiasm wanes down because the work becomes more work and less fun and reality sets in. We realize we actually have to do something to reach our goals. Just setting the goal we know is not enough. We actually have to do the work too. 
So just saying that you want to do something and then actually getting it requires effort. And there's a part of our brain that does not like it when we actually have to work for what we want. And so here's where the science comes in and can help explain why. So we know that in our head, we have one physical brain. Every human has a physical brain, but researchers and scientists have discovered that the human brain has really evolved over the course of thousands and thousands of years, becoming more complex today than it was back thousands of years ago. This leaves us with essentially two brain structures housed inside our one human brain. So kind of think of it as two rooms inside our brain. One room is still focused on a really, really long time ago, and one side is focused on the brain of today. So these two brains, again, our modern brain and our primal brain, share our one space inside our head. Now, our modern brain is also, you may also have heard it called the frontal cortex, is responsible for a lot of the skills that are important survival in our daily life today. So problem solving, memory, language, judgment, impulse control, and reasoning. These are all skills that modern day humans need in order to survive. Now, in the other room of our brain, in the primal brain, this part of our brain is responsible for three things only keeping us safe, keeping us lazy, and keeping the human race alive through reproduction. So keeping us safe, keeping us alive, and keeping us lazy. And if you think about it, those were things that were extremely important to our early, early ancestors back in prehistoric times when there were threats then that we don't have now. So back when woolly mammoths were on the loose and harsh winters could wipe out an entire civilization and an entire harvest, Uh, they didn't have the shelter that we have today. So really the key was on surviving and not thriving. Now our primal brain is responsible for our basic functioning, so our breathing our heartbeat, our digestion, any of those things that are automatic in our body are controlled still today by that room in our brain called the primal brain. It also is responsible, and this one is really big, this one is key, it is responsible for our fight, flight, freeze, and flop responses, those automatic responses when we come up to a threat. So the fight response is where you stand up to it. The flight is where you run away from it. The freeze is where you just kind of like stay put and you're not quite sure what to do. And flop is where you, you know, think of yourself as like a three-year-old child where you just collapse and you just don't deal with it at all. The primal brain is also responsible for producing those very, very strong emotions such as discomfort and And again, thinking back, back in prehistoric days when the primal brain was the main control center of the brain, those were things that needed to be controlled. And so the primal brain 
had that job of keeping humans safe, alive, and lazy. So the primal brain is constantly scanning our environment and categorizing everything as either familiar or not familiar. It loves when it only finds familiar things because familiar things are seen as safe, right? There's no threat if the primal brain is already familiar with something. But when the primal brain finds something new and unfamiliar, it sees it as a threat or danger to us and our survival. And it could be something as as silly as doing something outside of our norm. So even something as simple as having to expend a little extra mental energy to solve a problem that we encounter the very first time uh, we set out to do something sets our primal brain into overdrive and it initiates that feeling of intense discomfort in an effort to get us to stop what we're doing and go right back to our comfort cave. So let me put this into different terms for you. When you begin working on your goals, there is no threat because you haven't really, the primal brain hasn't engaged yet. But once you start doing things, that enthusiasm you had at the beginning gets replaced by discomfort and fear because our primal brain is the part of our brain that controls those strong emotions and also those automatic responses of fight, flight, freeze, or flop. And it starts to freak out a little. And so it sends you those feelings of discomfort and fear, not realizing that just doing a little something outside of your comfort zone is not really a threat to your survival and your life. How does this all apply to us doing hard things? When we have taken up residence in our comfort cave, life never changes. The primal brain can relax because it knows everything is familiar. But when we challenge ourselves and leave our comfort caves, we are sure to encounter lots of unfamiliar things. It's just a part of the deal. Even though these challenges may not be life-threatening, the primal brain cannot tell the difference. It sees everything that is different as a threat to our survival. So it does things like making our heart beat faster, increasing our breath rate. It sends us those feelings of discomfort and fear. Basically, it will go to any measure to get us to stop and go back to that which is familiar. It wants us to return to our comfort cave. It needs us to return to our comfort cave. It doesn't realize that there really isn't any threat because the primal brain is not a part of our brain that does our thinking. That is our prefrontal cortex. The primal brain manages our survival skills. The mistakes we make as humans, and this is important, is believing that just because we are experiencing discomfort and difficulty when we do new things, we make the mistake believing that that's a sign that we should stop. It doesn't it actually means that we are headed in the right direction, away from our comfort cave, away from what we are used to doing towards our personal growth. Because nothing magical happens inside our comfort cave. Think about that. 
We all know that success and growth does not happen just from doing the same thing over and over and over and staying in what is comfortable to us. There is no discomfort inside our comfort cave, but there also is no growth. There is no evolution. Everything stays exactly the same. We stay exactly the same. So I call it a cave for a reason because we have gone into hiding from our higher selves. Now, there are plenty of people who are perfectly happy living in their comfort cave, and they will stay there until the day they die, whether it's by choice or because they have never heard that they actually have an option. But you are not one of those people. You are not here to stay the exact same person that you were yesterday or that you are today. You have bigger things to do. The world needs you to do those things. It needs people who are willing to stand up to their fear and discomfort and make things happen. So the next time you are setting out to do something hard and you start to experience the hardness of it, the discomfort, that icky feeling in your body that you're not quite sure If it's a good thing, your body, again, is sensing that is danger. When you start to feel that discomfort, here's what I want you to do. I want you to stop what you're doing, acknowledge it as discomfort, say, oh, here you are. I was expecting you. And then I want you to go right back to doing your hard thing. That is the only way we make any progress in our personal growth. That is the only way that we show up for ourselves. That is the only way we bring to the world our special gifts that so many people are waiting for. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Flight School Podcast. If you want to continue to receive Flight School lessons directly into your podcast feed, please be sure to follow the show. And if you know someone who could benefit from what I teach here on the podcast, why not share this episode with them and help them out? If you are looking for more support to help you spread your wings and fly, please visit my website at www.jenlafine.com slash work with me to learn more. Have a great week and I'll see you again soon.